It is Monday, February 26, 2018, and welcome back to the Chris and Loves Waffle Podcast, a podcast about anything. And in today's episode, we're going to be going through another episode of Design Talk. <laughs> so for those who are new, Design Talk is a segment where I like to share my thoughts and findings from the past seven years and things that I normally, or the things that I would have told past me when I was either a junior graphic designer or in school. This obviously applies to in and outside of design. And, um, Today is going to be episode 3, and if you want to catch the first two episodes, it is episode 4 and episode 8. Cool! So, we're going to go ahead and get started from where we left off, and today, as always, we're going to go through 5 things that I wanted to share with you guys. The first thing, cover letters. Should we or should we not still be doing cover letters? For me, I think they're such a nice touch and a lot of jobs that I've seen somewhat, I mean, like half of them doesn't re- don't really ask for it, other ones do, but I think just in general, a rule of thumb, it's good to have a cover letter. That way, just right at the gate that when you apply, it shows the employer that you've already done your research, you've seen how you can contribute to this role and to the company, and it's just like a really nice touch along with your resume, especially if your resume and your cover letter and essentially your website, your portfolio website, look um, all cohesive. And, you know, some people would argue that it's super old school and that, you know, with these days, it's like no one reads through these things. They skim through things. It's not it's not even worth it. But I personally really love the personal touch and the small detail that a person would give to you sending in the, a cover letter or even sending thank you emails or thank you cards or whatever it is to leave an impression. So while old school, I think it's such a great detail to have. Number two, don't depend on one program. Um, I remember that when I was, you know, in the school, I was so heavily, heavily leaning on Illustrator and it was my program and it was the only program that I worked in and InDesign was like my weakest program next to Photoshop. <laughs> and I just remember, I was like, I'm going to work in Illustrator forever. And then it wasn't up until I got into my first job where I was like, oh my gosh, I am not going to use Illustrator at all. And I actually never did. I leaned more towards um, Photoshop and, you know, Keynote, PowerPoint, and all the presentation programs. And then I went into my second job and they didn't use Photoshop or Illustrator. They used InDesign. And obviously I didn't know InDesign at the time. And so I had to teach myself. And that's when I learned very quickly that while it's great to be really, really good at one program, it would really serve you well if you just knew at least the basics and understanding of all the programs. That way, you're not kind of like left in this limbo stage of, I kind of know it, but kind of don't. And, you know, it's just, it's good to have a diverse skill set. <laughs> and this doesn't apply to just design programs. I mean, I would really push it to even learn you know, all the Microsoft programs like Word and PowerPoint and Excel. Oh my god, Excel. I've had to learn, teach myself how to use Excel through Google just because my last job, I had to work with it. And I wasn't going to be like, oh no, I don't know how to work with it, so I'm not going to work on this project. But I learned, and even if it was the basics, I, I know something. Um, I would even go into... Um, I know for graphic designers, we tend to be in Illustrator, Photoshop, and InDesign. I I mean, that's the programs that I were I was in. 
I would highly encourage learning the ins and out of, you know, After Effects and Premiere and Dreamweaver, if people still use Dreamweaver. Um, but I would definitely, definitely encourage just learning all the programs that you can that you might encounter in your job. Number three. So this one, I'm trying to figure out how to say delicately because I don't want to hurt feelings. But this is something that I heard in my most recent event where someone shared to put your ego aside. And I that, that statement couldn't be more true, especially for me. I remember being in school and it was all about making it look pretty, making it look pretty. And because that's kind of where my head was. And when I got into my first job and to the rest of my career, I slowly learned and it wasn't like there were a lot of like these were not just like oh cool to learn like I had to overcome challenges because I had to learn the hard way because I kept getting constructive um, feedback towards me saying you worry too much about the way that it looks you you're not you're not satisfying the objective you're not solving the problem and at first I would get super defensive like of course I have to think about the design I'm a designer like why not um, but I was completely missing the objective and not solving the problem and that's just not good. And that's mainly because of the fact that I put my ego in front of me and I used to like smother my clients and my coworkers were like, it doesn't look pretty though. And it has to look this way, completely unaware of the fact that I was missing the objective of the project. So that's kind of what I mean about, and that's what the person that I, I heard from, that's what they mean about setting your ego aside. Totally fine to fight and defend in the name of design, but there's definitely a middle ground between your client and yourself and just, you know, mixing them all together. That's the beauty about being a graphic designer. You can solve problems and make things look beautiful. So yeah, just setting your ego aside and not taking things too personal and just really looking at the bigger picture. Number four. So this one comes from a lot of, you know, the messages today about empowered people empower other people. This is more specifically to like empowered women empower other women. But I think in a general sense, when you are empowering people, you feel empowered. And with, you know, all the competition in the creative field, in any field, you have an inclination to want to be better than the next person and put the other person down and like talk about your peers in a negative way. And while healthy, healthy competition is great, there's definitely no reason to talk badly or wish anyone's career ill because of, you know, out of jealousy or out of whatever it is. Instead, it's great to be the wings or the wings, the, the, the air under their wings I'm thinking. I'm not thinking the the air beneath their wings. Yeah, the air beneath their wings, or their cheerleader, so that you also feel really great and want to take on their challenges. So, that's what I mean about, you know, don't like not making fun of people and empowering them. And yeah, it feels really great to be positive. It like sends all the good vibes and like fuzzy feelings up to your heart, and then you want to go out there and conquer the world. <laughs> And for our final one, numero five. Um, this one's just a really, really good one to hear all the time, no matter how many times I say it or how many times I hear it, I love to be reminded of it. But always create something, even if it's not great. And I'm sure there's, I, I don't exactly know who says it, but there's definitely posters everywhere of this that says creating something. Um, by creating something every day, you, you know, I mean, it's, you know, pretty self-explanatory. You practice and you get better and you make progress and stuff like that. But it's also, you know, oftentimes we get caught up in 
trying to make things look great because we have to post it on um, social media and we have to tell everyone in the world that we're working on something where we should just be working and creating something even if it's ugly just for the sake of working on something you don't have to post everything that you're working on it's totally fine to be doing ugly stuff even though it's not really that ugly but even if it's not stuff that's instagrammable or post worthy or portfolio worthy it's good to get your hands dirty and it's good to just get out there and do something and to be honest it doesn't even have to be about design like sometimes I do hand lettering sometimes I cook and or make cards or just do drills you know I'm just like grab a marker and just start drawing lines to practice you know drawing and writing just writing my thoughts out in a journal or just whatever it is do something create something even if it's not great so that brings us to the end of today's design talk segment I try to keep these relatively short and bite-sized for those who are new because I don't want to give it I don't want to I don't want there to be too much design fatigue <laughs> um, but yes I hope you guys enjoyed it if you guys have any questions or have anything you know comments concerns whatever it is um, questions just let me know hit me up on my Instagram or wherever you can find me and as always if you've made it this far I heart you be kind to each other, and I will see you next time.